0: person interested in football and soccer, it's highly likely you've seen or heard about Ted Lasso. Ted Lasso, a quirky collegiate American football coach, was first introduced to us a few years ago in a few TV spoofs when NBC secured the broadcast rights to the English Premier League here in the U.S. In 2020, the unassuming, soccer-naive, comedic sketch character came to life in his own hit show. Hello, everyone. This is Rev Brad, and you're listening to the Soccer Chaplains United podcast from the Touchline. As a football chaplain of some 20 years, I thought I would share some lessons from Ted Lasso. Now, just a quick caveat. I've listened to a couple things about Ted Lasso, namely uh, some of the influences and resemblances from John Wooden's coaching philosophy. I know about some of those things, but I've purposely stayed away from listening to too much of the commentary around the show other than a Brene Brown podcast with show actors and producers Jason Sudeikis and Brendan Hunt. I don't want to over-spiritualize or idolize Ted Lasso, but I do want to offer a chaplain's view into some of the positive pieces from what we see on the screen that I believe are largely missing from the game and sorely, sorely needed. So whether you're an athlete, a coach, a staffer with a beautiful game, I think this series will be fun, creative, and have a little bit of everything for everyone around the game. One other note, I'm recording a bunch of these episodes so that during busy points in the MLS season, there can still be a weekly podcast, even if I can't get a guest or have a particular topic. So if you're listening regularly, when you hear the Ted Lasso theme music at the start of the pod, you can go ahead and skip forward to the two and a half minute mark and skip this intro and our typical podcast theme roll. Thank you for listening to the From the Touchline podcast. Here we go with a lesson from Ted Lasso space and he's found the back of the net just a little off foot thinking he's going to go far post not strong enough with his right hand whips that one in far post almost made him mention and they have he has the hat-trick the second in his career the third of the night the hat-trick hero talked about you're not going to be able to sustain that kind of pressure to the corner Moves towards the near post, and you're on the angle. What a goal! What a goal! Okay, final lesson from episode one. Finally, Rev, you might say, will we ever get through season one? I have no idea, and I know that season two is already out, and I'm looking forward to watching it. But I'll try not to repeat or revisit too many of the lessons. I have a feeling that some of that will be unavoidable. And today's lesson is certainly not the least lesson, even though we come to the end of the first show. Unfortunately, it's the toughest lesson, and one that maybe few might have even considered. But essentially, football takes a toll on the family. In reality, we might say that any professional sport takes a toll on family life. Any, any work or vocational role that requires a person to travel and be on the road for extended periods of time, time away from family, these are places of challenge. The final scene of the opening show, we see Lasso on the phone with his son and with his wife, Michelle. Michelle. It doesn't take us long to realize something. Lasso's family life is in jeopardy. His marriage is in trouble. The wedding band on his left hand is prominent as he holds the phone, but the dejection in his voice and in his face, they tell us there's more to the story. He's taken this job, maybe as a hopeful new adventure and challenge, maybe as a way to provide a good income for his family. But we soon learn that there is space that is being asked of by his wife. His son, we get the sense that he's young, is likely not aware that mommy and daddy are having troubles. Has Lasso taken this job in England to run away from his marital problems and discord? The question of when the marriage will end is less a matter of if and more a matter of when. Unfortunately, this is tremendously true in the world of professional football. Scottish footballer John Rankin a few years ago shares that he was looking at the divorce statistics from the player association 75% of footballers in his league, the Scottish Premier League, were divorced by the time they were 50. The statistics scared Rankin into working harder to put family first. Now, I don't know Rankin personally, but his story is not unfamiliar. Give me a list of the former athletes that I've worked with, with uh, the club that I've served, and the divorce statistics are high. I haven't done any sort of official count, but I would say at least 75 to 80 percent are divorced, and many of them multiple times over, so much so that there is a a huge reluctance from some to ever marry again. Footballing life is often put into a glamorous light. The wages, the glory, the joys of winning, but truth be told, football takes a tremendous toll on family life and on interpersonal relationships, and we see this start to play out from the beginning with Coach Lasso. When I counsel couples who are in relationship and getting married, I try to create a space where we can have some real conversations about footballing life and what it looks like for marriage and for family. I ask couples if they've had honest conversation about the relationship challenges of spending time apart, sometimes a month or more at a time. What does fidelity in the relationship look like when you're on the road? What will you do when your career paths conflict with each other or create ambiguity? How will we make decisions when a new team, a new contract, or opportunity comes calling, but the family is established and a move would be devastating? The marriages and families that have done the best in football, with all of its uncertainty and its transient life, are those who have prioritized their faith in God and have committed to be faithful to one another. It's not a 100% guarantee. doesn't mean that it still won't be hard or challenging. There will come times when the best choice is to take less pay, to not move up, not move on there's always a price to be paid in football and most often it's the marriage and the family that bear the brunt and that's why I do what I can as a chaplain to and as much as it is possible to help couples and families stay together so just hear hear these words heed these words football does take a toll on family be diligent be vigilant work very hard to protect those that you love Well, thanks for listening to this lesson from Ted Lasso. This is Reb Brad coming to you from the Touchline.